meanwhile, this time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, of course, Rabbi Yudin concentrates on the upcoming holiday of Pesach. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Good Erev Yom Tov. What a very special day this is. Let's begin by reminding ourselves that Manishtana, Erev Yom Tov of Erev Pesach, from all other Erev Yom Tov. To begin with, when we had a Beis HaMikdash, nobody worked Erev Pesach in the afternoon. Erev Pesach in the afternoon is when the time that the Korban Pesach was brought. And it's for this reason there should only be happy occasions in all our families. But if somebody is, Lo'alenu, sitting Shiva, today is the only day, in accordance with Jewish law, that they get up at Chatzos, mid the day, which is today a minute to one o'clock. Any other time that someone's sitting Shiva, they get up before the Yom Tov or before Shabbos, as much time as they need to prepare for. But this afternoon is a Yom Tov in of itself. And as we're going to read on the second day of Pesach from Parshas Emor, on the 14th, which is today, it's the holiday of Pesach in the sense that we offered the Korban Pesach. On the 15th, the Torah calls that Chagam Matzos because we eat the Matzah this evening. Let's remind ourselves that we have to finish eating Chametz by the end of the fourth hour, which in the New York area is 1028 according to the Magen Avram, and the Chametz is to be burnt and we are to recite our formula of beetle of nullification by 1143. Now, I just want to remind everybody, today being Erev Shabbos, a Friday, we go into Shabbos and Yom Tov, make sure that you make the salt water for the Seder before Shabbos, and that you make your charoses before Shabbos as well. If not, we run into halachic problems as to how to make the charoses on Shabbos. It has to be done with a shinoi, and therefore just make sure that you remind one another salt water and charoses before Shabbos. I'd like to um, remind you as well that Later on this afternoon, the, quote, kitchen is closed in the sense that we try to go in to the Yom Tov with a healthy appetite. I'd like to take this opportunity to just review the 15 steps of the Seder with you. And needless to say, if you have any questions about any of the part of the Seder, it's not too late to consult your local rabbi and or your more perhaps educated friends and family. So the 
first of the 15 steps of the Seder is Kadesh. Kadesh is literally the recitation of Kiddush. Now, the first thing you have to know is Manishtana, once again, how different is this Shabbos than any other Shabbos in the sense that many families, especially this time of the year, will take in Shabbos early. Why can't we take in Shabbos early this afternoon and start the Seder before earliest 8 o'clock or a few moments thereafter? And the reason for that is the following. The Torah tells us in conjunction with the Korban Pesach, the Ochlu Habasar, one is to eat the Korban Pesach on this night literally nighttime. Now, even though we don't yet have the Korban Pesach, this is one of the many, many laws that impacts upon our practical observance at the Seder. And therefore, the rabbis tell us that Kiddush is to be done, as the Taz explains, suda, not just literally in the place, but at the time when one could have their meal. And since the Korban Pesach was eaten with matzah, Therefore, your matzah cannot be eaten before. And even though you're going to tell me, by the time we get to the matzah, it will be way after night, all the mitzvahs of the night are equated one to another, and therefore one cannot start the Pesach Seder until after 8 this evening. Kiddush tonight is the first of the four cups of wine. So whereas any other Friday night during the year. It's nice if everybody drinks, but from the letter of the law, only the one making Kiddush has to drink. All other Friday nights of the year, one only has to drink a Malolugmav, which is a cheekful. Tonight, everybody drinks, and the cup should hold a revius. Now this is very important for all four cups of wine, especially the first, which is Kiddush, which is De Oraisa, tonight, especially being Shabbos. How much is a revius of wine? It goes between 3.3 to maybe 4.4. The idea is as follows. One need not drink the entire cup. One should drink Ideally, the entire, but if not a majority, be smart. Get either a four or a five ounce cup. They make wines with very low alcohol content, like Kedem Kal, and therefore only, I believe, 3.5. And if a person can drink only wine, mix it with grape juice. But ideally, understand that the four cups of wine are not just four mitzvos that are being, if I can use the term, gift-wrapped with wine in the sense that we elevate these mitzvahs by accompanying it with a cup of wine. But in reality, we are toasting God tonight. We're saying, thank you, Hashem. As we know the four expressions of redemption, we're saying, thank you, Hashem, at various points in the Seder for His active involvement in 
our communal and personal life. And therefore, ideally, use wine, and if I can't take all wine, mix it with the grape juice. So the Kiddush is recited, and we, even if you stand for Kiddush, you sit down afterwards, and the cup of grape juice and wine is to be drunk, leaning to the left, Hesebo. Now, after Kiddush comes Urchatz, we wash our hands, as we do every Friday night, as if we were going to eat bread now. We are not eating matzah now. Why are we washing our hands? We wash our hands for two reasons. One, to arouse the curiosity of the young, so that the children should ask, why, why are we doing this, if after all we are not eating now? Because we want the children to ask questions throughout the evening. And second of all, there are many things that we do on the night of the Pesach Seder to remind us of what it was like when we had a base hamigdash. Many say that the kittel is because when we ate korbanos, offerings, we wore a white garment. And so, at the time of the Beis Hamikdash, we were very careful about tumah and tahara, purity and impurity. And since we are going to, after this karpas, we're going to take a vegetable, we're going to dip it in salt water. Now, water is a conductor of tumah, impurity. And so, if I'm going to dip my karpas in the salt water, and don't use a fork, that would be defeating the whole purpose. You're using your fingers, and therefore we wash our hands, lest we impart some impurity from our fingers to the water, to the vegetable, reminding ourselves of the beautiful way that we were careful regarding Tuma and Tara, purity and impurity when we had a Beit Mikdash, and please God, very near in the future. Now, regarding the Karpas, we recite a bracha, Bori Priyo Adoma, the bracha for the vegetable, and we keep in mind that this bracha, Bori Priyo Adoma, will satisfy the moror that we will be eating, please God, later on, for which we do not say the bracha bore pri adama. Now, use any vegetable except for lettuce for this, because we, lettuce is to be reserved for the rabbinic mitzvah of moror. After the karpas, we do yachatz, we break the middle matzah. The Torah calls matzah lechem oni, which has many interpretations, including a poor man's bread. So a poor man, we're taught, when he gets a loaf, he splits it to save some for later. We too split the matzah. It is a poor man's bread, reminding us, as it is interpreted, one of the interpretation, lechem oni, of the affliction that we had in Egypt, as well as we break the matzah for lechem 
She'onim alav dvarim harbei. We're going to recite the Haggadah in view of the Matzah. And finally, the larger half of this Matzah is put aside for the Afikomon, the dessert at the end of the meal. After this comes Magid. Magid is one of the two special biblical mitzvos that we have tonight. It is to tell the story, and therefore the book that we use is called the Haggadah. I cannot tell you how important it is that we understand what it is that we are saying thank you to Hashem for. The Talmud tells us, Maschu Bignus Umesayim Bishvach. We begin with the degradation and we end with the positive. And so this machlokes, a debate between Rav and Shmuel, really what we um, focus on tonight. Shmuel says we focus on the physical and therefore we begin avodaboyinu. We were slaves to Paro and vayotzienu. Hashem took us out of Egypt. And Rav says... We focus on the spiritual deprivation. Our ancestors were idolaters, and God, in His kindness, elevated us and made us His people, giving us, please God, His Torah. The most important part of the Magid is the paragraph said towards the end of Magid, Rabbi Gamliel Omer, Rabbi Gamliel would say, whoever did not explain the Pesach, Matzah, and Moror did not satisfy their obligation. And that's why especially those paragraphs should be said not only in the Hebrew, but in whatever language the people around the table are comfortable with. I strongly urge that throughout the recitation of Magid, call upon different people to read different paragraphs, and it is to be an opportunity of engaging not only those circumstances where children are privileged to be in yeshiva and bring home all kinds of uh, comments and commentary, and that's to be encouraged, making them feel good and part of it, etc., but even where there are no children asking these kinds of questions, we are to engage uh, literally um, everyone around the table and think. Just a quick observation. It took in the United States, Lincoln, who freed the slaves, approximately a hundred years for the task to be completed, and one can debate if it's actually ever been completely completed. However, we, by God, took us out, and seven weeks later, we, at Shavuos, received the Torah. Amazing. Now, there is this I don't want to say tension, but between the wine and the matzah. And so, regarding the matzah, when we recite the Haggadah of starting with Avadabu Yinu, the matzahs should be uncovered. Not just 
in front of the one who was leading the Seder. But if you have more than one table, have some matzah in the middle of the table. Have a captain who will appropriately uh, cover them when, for example, we say and pick up the cup. When we're focusing on the wine, we cover the matzahs. And so, <clears throat> when we come to in the Gamliel's matzah zu she'anu ochlim, so one lifts up the uh, matzah, others point to it clearly, and the murder as well, murder zu, etc. Now, after the bracha of Ga'al Yisrael, we recite Ashkenazim, the second bracha for the second cup, which we, again, drink leaning to the left. Now, I just want to point out an interesting observation that many, many synagogues recite the Hallel tonight for Mayrev with a bracha because the Hallel at the Seder is recited, but in the most unusual way. The first two paragraphs are recited prior to the meal, and the rest of the Hallel is recited after the meal. We do not say a bracha at the meal, so we say Hallel or sing Hallel in Shul tonight with a bracha. Interestingly, says the Maharal, why are we splitting the meal? Not only to show that the meal itself is part and elevated as a religious experience, as uh, part of, quote, the Hallel, but interestingly, we are in, co- in closing the matzah with part of the Hallel before, part of the Hallel after, as if we are saying Hallel in appreciation for the mitzvah of matzah. We then go after the Magid to Rachza. We wash our hands as we do every Friday night where before we eat bread, twice on the right, twice on the left. Here, this time we do recite a bracha. For Urchatz, we did not recite a bracha. Now comes the second biblical mitzvah of the evening, which is Motzi Matzah, and we have the privilege of eating matzah. I hope by now... Everybody has Shmura Matzah. If not, you can still get some. Many of your kosher stores, supermarkets have uh, Shmura Matzah, ideally handmade, if not machine Shmura, you can still do it, have it. Now, Motzi Matzah tells us that our practices, we start the Seder, not like every Friday night with Lecha Mishnah, but two matzahs, but with three matzahs. We broke the middle matzah, so we have two and a half matzahs in front of the one conducting the Seder. My strong suggestion is that before you go to wash, have somebody give out to each of the participants at the Seder a nice piece of matzah that when we come back and recite the blessings together everybody will have the piece of matzah in front of them. They need not have a piece from the actual three or two and a half that are in front of the one conducting the Seder the more often than not will not be enough for everybody. Each one should have their own, not necessarily three matzahs in front of them however you've got it, make sure you have the following. A matzah in order to satisfy a kazayas of matzah, if you're dealing with a 
Round Shmur Matzah, we're talking about approximately a third of that. If you're doing with a square, um, you know, machine matzah, you're talking about a half a matzah. Ideally, says the Mechaber, the author of the Shulchan Aruch, you should have two kezesim, one for Hamotzi and the other one for Alachilas Matzah. We eat the matzah leaning towards the left. If somebody cannot eat wheat matzah, so just know that there are other options, please call your rabbi for further uh, discussion on that. And the matzah should be eaten while reclining on the left side. And interestingly, if one forgot to recline, he should eat the matzah once again without repeating the brachos. The One should ideally not talk while they're eating the matzah. One should realize the privilege that one has in so doing, in really fulfilling the biblical mitzvah. Think about it. This is the only biblical mitzvah we have of eating during the year. Please God, when we have the third Beis Amigdosh, the Korban Pesach, and the Moror will be upgraded. The Korban Pesach is biblical. We don't have it yet. The Moror will be upgraded um, when we have a Korban Pesach. Talking about the Moror, that is next. I can only tell you, ideally use romaine lettuce. One has to be very careful to make sure that you've cleaned it, uh, right? However, why lettuce? Because the Mishnah lists five vegetables, and horseradish is the third. Many of us say, wait a minute, didn't my grandfather and etc. use um, horseradish? Sure. Very often they didn't have lettuce, and so they used it. I strongly recommend, use the lettuce, and then afterwards, if you want for grandpa's sake, for tradition, use the horseradish afterwards, and be careful with the amount that you use. And after that comes korech, the sandwich. We take from that bottom matzah, um, and other people just take a kazayas of matzah, and you take moror, put it between the two pieces of uh, matzah. And by the way, the moror is dipped into the charoses. Shake off the charoses. If you enjoy charoses, eat it afterwards. Not too much charoses now, and with your sandwich as well. Uh, dip it into the Mora Haroses, shake it off, and we recite prior to the eating, Zechel Mikdash Kehillel, ideally one should not speak from the time that they made Hamotzi until after the um, Hillel sandwich, which we eat, once again, leaning to the left. After that comes the Shulchan Orech, the meal. Sfardim do eat roasted meat, to remember that tonight is the night that we have the Korban Pesach. Ashkenazim do not eat roasted meat for that very reason. We don't want to give the impression that it is. Understand that this meal is such an important point. Talk at your Seder, what should the discussion be? Let me suggest that the very first Seder took place prior to the plague of God killing the firstborn. What were they celebrating? They were celebrating that they would leave Egypt. The first Seder was an incredible 
manifestation of faith. And that's what we should remind ourselves. The Zohar calls matzah, michlo dimem nusa, bread of faith. What's in the matzah? Water, flour, and faith. And therefore, when you eat the matzah, just think about this opportunity of the many different challenges in life and how matzah helps us literally get through them. We complete the meal with safun, the afikoman, the larger piece that was taken and hidden. Children try to find it, keep their interest, and listen carefully. The afikoman, once again, should be eaten prior to chatzos. Chatzos tonight is 12.59, 1 o'clock. Eat the afikoman prior to 1 o'clock. Again, leaning to the left. Ideally, according to many, you should have two kazesim, if not one, leaning to the left. Here comes the third cup after Borech. We're going to recite Perkas Mozon. After that, we recite the third uh, brach of Borech Pri HaGafen. And by the way, prior to using the cup after the meal, it should be washed out, says the Mishnah Brura. After this, we pour the Koshel um, Eliyahu, open the door, Leo Shimurim, literally demonstrating the fact that this is such a special night of protection for the Jewish people. Hallel, the fourth cup is poured. Hallel is completed. While we are sitting, Hallel ideally should be sung and we appreciate the praising that we are of Hashem. And finally, after the Hallel, we drink the fourth cup of wine, leaning to the left, and Nirza. Nirza literally means that we say to Hashem, please, may you accept our Seder as if it were an offering. And just as an offering, the Korban is Reach Nichoach. It's pleasing. We pray that our very care, concern for detail, but our understanding that this is such an opportunity to connect with Hashem, we pray that it has been pleasing. And finally, afterwards comes the many songs that we conclude the evening, thanking Hashem for all the miracles that He's done on this night, our acknowledging of Echad Miyodeya, literally our seeing God in all the different numbers, everything reminds us of the, the meaning of numbers, the meaning of, uh, of life and mitzvos. And finally, Chadgadja, the movement of Jewish history pointing to, please God, the coming of Mashiach. I'm going to close with just one phrase from Tehillim, 139, verse 12. David HaMelech says, Literally, that the, the night shines like the day. My friends, tonight is halachically like a day. Not only because we say the Hallel, it's just that we are privileged by partaking in these mitzvos to have such great clarity in understanding our past, our present, and please God, a glorious future. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and his family, all our listeners and friends, a Chag Kosher Vesomeach, 
enjoy the mitzvos, enjoy the seder, and please God, l'shana haba'a b'yerushalayim ha'benuyah. Shabbat shalom and a good yom tov to all.